0: digital only. How could I give my talk in a language I was still learning? By Cynthia Wright. As a mission leader, I learned to trust in the Lord even when I felt inadequate. While serving in Santiago, Chile, as a mission leader with my husband, who was a mission president from 2012 to 2015, I learned some life-changing lessons about the reality of miracles and how they come about. Accepting this calling put me way out of my comfort zone because of my inability to speak the language of our mission. I initially felt overwhelming inadequacy. Early in the mission, a call from a family member helped me realize that I was focusing way too much on myself and my struggles. Remembering the advice that President Gordon B. Hinckley shared from his father. To forget yourself and go to work, I decided to change my focus. Whenever I was feeling discouraged, I would ask myself, Whom are you thinking about? The answer was always me. So I would repent and turn my thoughts outward instead. I chose to focus on the missionaries, those they were teaching, or my family. I also tried to remember what I could do not focus on what I couldn't do. I could smile, give hugs, and get to work learning Spanish, even though that meant frequent failure. I went out with the sister missionaries often, rather than hide away in the mission home where it was safe, even when I felt like there wasn't much I could add. As long as I was willing to keep taking little steps of faith, I felt the strengthening power of Christ through his atoning sacrifice helping me to overcome my weaknesses see jacob chapter 4 verse 7 as i pondered over the experiences i was having i recognized a similar pattern in the lives of my favorite people in the scriptures here is my journal entry from october 2014 examples from scripture of people choosing to step out of their comfort zone are many such as Mary, the mother of Jesus, Ruth, Esther, Paul, Enoch, Lehi and Nephi, Alma, Ammon and his brothers, Samuel, Abinadi, the two thousand stripling young Lamanites, Joseph Smith, and many others. These all embraced opportunities that made them vulnerable. They could not predict or control the outcome of their circumstances— They were placed in situations far beyond their comfort zones of familiarity, and the risk of danger, pain, suffering, rejection, and failure were all possible, creating a need to be rescued by the Spirit and gifts from God. The natural man wants certainty, security, and control, But I have learned that this is not generally the threshold in which God works his miracles. My experience here has taught me that when people choose to limit what they can and will do based on what they are comfortable with or to avoid failure, they limit what God can do with them. He seems to work his miracles with us more often when we have made ourselves vulnerable to his will, when we are willing to step out into the unknown. And lean more completely on our faith in Him and not in our own abilities. I have learned that if I am more concerned with the learning, growing, and becoming process than with risking failure, I open myself to the strengthening power that Jesus Christ's Atonement offers me. Divine discontent. Of course, all of us will fall short of our divine potential, and there is some truth in the realization that alone, we are not enough. But the good news of the gospel is that with the grace of God, we are enough. With Christ's help, we can do all things. The scriptures promise that we will find grace to help in time of need. See Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. The surprising truth is that our weaknesses can be a blessing when they humble us and turn us to Christ. Discontent becomes divine when we humbly approach Jesus Christ with our want, rather than hold back in self-pity. Have you ever felt your talents and gifts were too small for the task ahead? I have. But you and I can give what we have to Christ, and He will multiply our efforts. What you have to offer is more than enough. Even with your human frailties and weaknesses, if you rely on the grace of God, the truth is that each of us is one generation away from deity. Each is a child of God. Michelle D. Craig, Divine Discontent, Leahona, November 2018, page 54 One experience that helped me learn this lesson took place when Elder Jeffrey R. Holland of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles visited our mission together with the three other missions in Santiago. There were over 1,000 missionaries gathered in our chapel, where my husband had been asked to conduct the meeting. Elder Holland entered the chapel, took the seat next to my husband, leaned over to us and said, Okay, here's what we are going to do. Sister Wright, you will speak first and represent all of the mission president's wives here. Then President Wright will follow. I honestly didn't hear the rest of the agenda. It had never occurred to me that Elder Holland would ask me to speak, so I had made no preparations. I prefer time to prepare to speak, time to gather my thoughts a little at least, but I would be speaking immediately after the opening hymn and prayer. As my thoughts began to swirl, I felt the sudden desire to share my message in Spanish. However, though we were a year into the mission, and I had worked very hard to learn Spanish, I was still struggling with the language, and I was definitely not fluent in it. The translator was available to me if I spoke in English, but this was a Spanish-speaking mission, and I really wanted to speak in Spanish. Speaking would be a hard thing for me to do in English. Speaking in Spanish felt like a giant leap. So amid the sound of 1,000 missionaries singing called to serve, I took a deep breath, confessed my inadequacies to my Father in heaven, and pled for help to be rescued by the Spirit. I told heavenly Father that I had no idea what to say or how to say it in Spanish, but I promised him that I would open my mouth and do my best, having faith that he would fill it. See Moses chapter 6 verse 32. In that moment, I felt a peaceful assurance come over me. After the prayer, I rose to the pulpit and began to speak. Words I had pondered before came back in that needed moment, even in the foreign language I was struggling to communicate in. I sat down after my short three-minute talk, still feeling at peace but unsure about how effectively I had communicated. After the meeting, the brother who had translated for Elder Holland approached me and said, Sister Wright? I had no idea you spoke Spanish so well. I replied, I don't. He assured me that I hadn't made any mistakes. I am sure that none of those missionaries remembers anything about my short message that day. But for me, it was a life-changing experience. I learned to put my trust in Heavenly Father and the Savior, that they could and would strengthen me despite my weaknesses when I was willing to take a leap of faith. If I had chosen the safe route and used the translator, I might never have learned how they rescue us when we open ourselves to letting God prevail. I have always loved this portion of the definition of grace in the Bible dictionary. It is through the grace of the Lord that individuals, through faith in the atonement of Jesus Christ and repentance of their sins, receive strength and assistance to do good works that they otherwise would not be able to maintain if left to their own means. I felt His grace that day. Taking that leap of faith gave me the courage to leap out of my comfort zone again and again in the future. Failure will always be a part of the learning process, and I experienced plenty of that with the language for the rest of my mission, but when it mattered most— I felt Jesus Christ's support and strength lift me above my natural abilities so that I could be the instrument in His hands that He needed me to be to bless others. My faith and trust in Him have grown exponentially, which is the greatest gift I took home from our mission. By the time we came home, I was able to speak Spanish fluently and I am now able to use it to serve others as a volunteer in my community and in the Spanish branch where we currently attend church. I have a testimony that if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness, that they may be humble, and my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, Then I will make weak things become strong unto them. See Ether, Chapter Twelve, Verse Twenty Seven. Read by Rena Nelson.